When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, host of the Mental Performance Mastery Podcast, which is my long-form podcast and host of the Mental Performance Daily, which is my short three minutes a day daily dose of the mental performance. Now, a guy who's had massive impact in my life and in my career as a coach is Dr. Rob Gilbert. He's a professor of sports psychology at Montclair State in New Jersey, and he's the creator of Success Hotline, where he's created three-minute motivational and inspirational messages every day since January 22nd, 1992. Now, you can call and listen to Success Hotline, 973-743-4690, or you can get his daily podcast, Success Hotline as part of the Ironclad Content Network, and I'll list that as a link here in our show notes. But you're definitely going to want to check out Dr. Rob Gilbert. Massive influence in my life and my career. And one of his favorite little mini seminars he did is from a book called How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betger. Now, Frank Betger was a professional baseball player turned a person who worked in sales and somebody who really, you know, when he first wrote this book in 1947, it was well ahead of its time. You see, Dale Carnegie wrote the foreword to the book. And one of the things that Dr. Gilbert recommends is that you read the first chapter of the book every day for a month. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to record me reading chapter one and encourage you to listen to this five days a week for five straight weeks and watch how your life and your performance improves. So here we go. And this will begin at the two minute mark. So if you want to jump ahead as you're listening to this multiple times, just scroll ahead to two minutes as I gave you the intro. And here we go. Chapter one, how one idea multiplied my income and my happiness. Shortly after I started out as a professional baseball player, I got one of the biggest shocks of my life. That was back in 1907. I was playing for Johnstown, Pennsylvania in the Tri-State League. I was young and ambitious, wanted to get to the top, and what happened? I was fired. My whole life might have been different if I hadn't gone to the manager and asked him why he fired me. In fact, I wouldn't have the rare privilege of writing this book if I hadn't asked him that question. The manager said he fired me because I was lazy. Well, that was the last thing I expected him to say. You drag yourself around the field like a veteran who's been playing ball for 20 years, he told me. Why do you act that way if you're not lazy? Well, Bert, I said, I'm so nervous, so scared that I want to hide my fear from the crowd and especially from other players on the team. Besides, I hope that by taking it easy, I'll get rid of my nervousness. Frank, he said, it'll never work. That's the thing that is holding you down and holding you back. Whatever you do, after you leave here, for heaven's sake, wake yourself up and put some life and enthusiasm into your work. 
I had been making $175 a month at Johnstown. After being fired there, I went down to Chester, Pennsylvania in the Atlantic League where they paid me only $25 a month. Well, I couldn't feel very enthusiastic on that kind of money, but I began to act enthusiastic. After I was there three days, an old ball player, Danny Meehan, came to me and said, Frank, what in the world are you doing down here in a rank bush league like this? Well, Danny, I replied, if I knew how to get a better job, I'd go anywhere. A week later, Danny introduced New Haven, Connecticut to give me a trial. My first day in New Haven will always stand out in my memory as a great event in my life. Nobody knew me in that league, so I made a resolution that nobody would ever accuse me of being lazy. I made up my mind to establish the reputation of being the most enthusiastic ball player they'd ever seen in the New England League. I thought if I could establish such a reputation that I'd have to live up to it. From the minute I appeared on the field, I acted like a man electrified. I acted as though I were alive with a million batteries. I threw the ball around the diamond so fast and so hard that it almost knocked our infielders' hands apart. Once apparently trapped, I slid into third base with so much energy and force that the third baseman fumbled the ball and I was able to score an important run for our team. Yes, it was all a show, an act I was putting on. The thermometer that day was nearly 100 degrees. I wouldn't have been surprised if I had dropped over with a sunstroke the way I ran around that field. Did it work? It worked like magic. Three things happened. One, My enthusiasm almost entirely overcame my fear. In fact, my nervousness began to work for me and I played far better than I ever thought I was capable of playing. If you are nervous, be thankful. Don't hold it back. Turn it on. Let your nerves work for you. Two, my enthusiasm affected the other players on our team and they too became enthusiastic. Three, instead of dropping with the heat, I felt better during the game and after it was over than I had ever felt before. My biggest thrill came the following morning when I read in the New Haven newspaper, this new player, Becker, has a barrel of enthusiasm. He inspired our boys. They not only won the game, but they looked better than any time this season. The newspapers began calling me Pep Becker, the life of the team. I mailed the newspaper clippings to Burt Kahn, manager of Johnstown. Can you imagine the expression on his face as he read about Pep Becker, the dub he'd tied a can to three weeks before for being lazy? Within 10 days, enthusiasm took me from $25 a month to $185 a month. It increased my income by 700%. Let me repeat, nothing but the determination to act enthusiastically increased my income 700% in 10 days. I got this stupendous increase in salary, not because I could throw a ball better or catch or hit better, not because I had any more ability as a ball player. I didn't know any more about baseball than I did before. Two years later, two years from the time I had been hoping to get $25 a month in that little Chester outfit, I was playing third base for the St. Louis Cardinals and had multiplied my income by 30 times. What did it? Enthusiasm alone did it. Nothing but enthusiasm. Two years after that, while playing in a game in Chicago against the Chicago Cubs, I had a bad accident. Picking up a swinging bunt while on a full run, I attempted to throw in the opposite direction. Something snapped in my arm. The incident forced me to give up baseball. This seemed like a great tragedy to me at the time, but I now look back on it as one of the most fortunate events of my life. 
I returned home and for the next two years made my living riding around the streets of Philadelphia on a bicycle. I was a collector for an installment furniture concern, $1 down in the balance in uneasy weekly payments. After two dismissal years of collecting installments, I decided to try selling insurance with the Fidelity Mutual Life Insurance Company. The next 10 months were the longest in the most disheartening months of my entire life. A dismal failure at selling life insurance, I finally concluded that I was never cut out to be a salesman and began answering want ads for a job as a shipping clerk. I realized, however, that no matter what work I tried to do, I had to overcome a strange fear complex that possessed me, so I joined one of Dale Carnegie's courses in public speaking. One night, Mr. Carnegie stopped me in the middle of a talk. Mr. Betker, he said, just a moment, just a moment. Are you interested in what you're saying? Yes, of course I am, I replied. Well then, said Mr. Carnegie, why don't you talk with a little enthusiasm? How do you expect your audience to be interested if you don't put some life and animation into what you say? Dale Carnegie then gave our class a stirring talk on the power of enthusiasm. He got so excited during his talk, he threw a chair up against the wall and broke off one of its legs. Before I went to bed that night, I sat for an hour thinking about my thoughts. They went back to baseball and my days at Johnstown and New Haven. For the first time, I realized that the very fault which had threatened to wreck my career in baseball was now threatening to wreck my career as a salesman. The decision I made that night was the turning point of my life. That decision was to stay in the insurance business and put the same enthusiasm into selling that I had put into playing baseball when I joined the New Haven team. I shall never forget the first call I made that next day. It was my first crashing through session. I made up my mind that I was going to show my prospect the most enthusiastic salesman he had ever seen in his life. As I pounded my fist with excitement, I expected every minute to have the man stop me and ask if there was anything wrong with me, but he never did. At one stage of the interview, I noticed he raised himself to a more erect position and opened his eyes wider, but he never stopped me except to ask questions. Did he throw me out? No, he bought. This man, Al Emmons, a grain merchant in the Bourne Building, Philadelphia, soon became one of my good friends and best boosters. From that day on, I began to sell. The magic of enthusiasm began to work for me in business just as it had in baseball. I would not want to give anybody the impression that I think enthusiasm consists of fist pounding, but if fist pounding is what you need to arouse yourself inside, then I am overwhelmingly for it. I know this, when I force myself to act enthusiastic, I soon feel enthusiastic. During my 32 years of selling, I have seen enthusiasm double and triple the income of dozens of salespeople, and I have seen the lack of it cause hundreds of salespeople to fail. I firmly believe enthusiasm is by far the biggest single factor in successful selling. For example, I know a man who is an authority on insurance. He could even write a book on the subject, and yet he can't make a decent living selling it. Why? Largely because of his lack of enthusiasm. I know another salesman who didn't know one-tenth as much about insurance, yet he made a fortune selling it and retired in 20 years. His name is Stanley Geddes. He now lives in Miami Beach, Florida. The reason for his outstanding success was not knowledge. It was enthusiasm. Can you acquire enthusiasm? 
or must you be born with it? Certainly, you can acquire it. Stanley Geddes acquired it. He became a human dynamo. How? Just by forcing himself each day to act enthusiastic. As part of his plan, Stanley Geddes repeated a poem that almost every morning for 20 years he would say out loud to himself. He found that repeating it helped him generate enthusiasm for the day. I found this poem so inspiring that I had it printed on a card and gave away hundreds of them. It was written by Herbert Kaufman and has a good title. The title is Victory. You are the man who used to boast that you'd achieve the utmost someday. You merely wish to show, to demonstrate how much you know and prove the distance you can go. Another year we've just passed through. What new ideas came to you? How many big things did you do? Time. Left 12 fresh months in your care. How many of them did you share? With opportunity and dare. Again, where you so often missed. We do not find you on the list of makers good. Explain the fact. Ah, no, twas not the chance you lacked. As usual, you failed to act. Why don't you memorize this poem and repeat it daily? It may do for you what it did for Stanley Geddes. Once I read a statement made by Walter P. Chrysler. I was so impressed by it, I carried it in my pocket for a week. I'll bet I read it over 40 times until I knew it by heart. I wish every salesman would memorize it. Walter Chrysler, when asked to give the secret of success, listed the various qualities such as ability, capacity, energy, but added that the real secret was enthusiasm. Yes, more than enthusiasm, said Chrysler, I would say excitement. I like to see men get excited. When they get excited, they get customers excited and we get business. Enthusiasm is by far the highest paid quality on earth, probably because it is one of the rarest, yet it is one of the most contagious. If you are enthusiastic, your listener is very likely to become enthusiastic. Even though you may present your ideas poorly without enthusiasm, your sales talk is about as dead as last year's turkey. Enthusiasm is merely an outward expression. Once you begin to acquire it, enthusiasm works constantly within you. You may be sitting quietly in your home, an idea occurs to you, that idea begins to develop. Finally, you become consumed with enthusiasm. Nothing can stop you. It'll help you overcome fear, become more successful in business, make more money, enjoy a healthier, richer, and happier life. When can you begin? Right now. Just say to yourself, this is one thing I can do. This is one thing I can control. How can you begin? There is just one rule. To become enthusiastic, act enthusiastic. Put this rule into action for 30 days, or as I would recommend, Monday through Friday, five days a week, for five weeks, and be prepared to see astonishing results. It may easily revolutionize your entire life. Stand up on your hind legs each morning and repeat with powerful gestures and all the enthusiasm you can generate these words. Force yourself to act enthusiastic and you'll become enthusiastic. I urge you to reread many times this chapter by Frank Betger. 
and to make a high and holy resolve that you will double the amount of enthusiasm that you have been putting into your work and into your life. If you carry out that resolve, you will probably double your income and double your happiness. Dale Carnegie. That's chapter one from the book, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betker. Thank you, Dr. Rob Gilbert, for reading that chapter the first time I ever heard it on Success Hotline. Copyright 1947 by Prentice Hall Press. How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling, Frank Becker. If you want to feel enthusiastic, you have to start acting enthusiastic. Dominate the day.